This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. They're longtime friends. Let me tell you something real quick about dibs that I'm sure not everybody knows. <laughs> and first time partners. Hang in there, big guy. They'll be bright days ahead. Now these two homegrown Bay Area boys finally come together to take over sports talk. Get the hell off of my doorstep. Major League Baseball, you stay. It's Willard and Dibs. <laughs> 95-7, the game. Oh, my goodness. They, I actually wanted to come in and talk about football today. And, and we will. That's that's actually the most thing, uh, most of what we will do today. Marcellus Wiley is going to be on in about an hour and a half. How about Brian Sabian, though, coming up tomorrow? Uh, that, that was breaking news to us just yep, about yep. 20 minutes ago. So that's, uh, that's fantastic. And, uh, you know, I mean, the morning roast was doing apologies. So I had to, uh, I had to put mine in there. Yeah. And I wish you wouldn't because I think you had it you, right. No, you, honestly, I you wish, wish you wouldn't. You wish I wouldn't apologize? Correct. Yeah, but... Because they listen. are, to me, they are risk-averse. And I know what you're saying. Yeah. This Correa debacle, the fact that the Mets are now getting cold feet, it does in some way justify the Giants and their cold feet. But your point, your greater point, I thought, was an accurate one, that they are risk-averse. You called them chicken, chicken bleep, which was harsh, <laughs> and I loved it. And I was, you know, See, I even, but that's the thing. Y'all just like harsh. No, I like you being harsh. I, exactly. I'm always the heavy. Right. I like when you uh, when you Listen, strap it on and, right. and get after somebody. And I and I will. And you have. And I will. But, and you do. But those are my words. Big butt. I like to choose them carefully. Yeah. And if I say something that I no longer agree with. I'm going to circle back. I'm not going to just let it go into the atmospheric river uh, that's uh, that's coming. Yeah, heads up, everybody. <laughs> Apparently tomorrow. Although we were just laughing in a, sec- a second ago about what happens in California when it rains. It is really hysterical. Um, and that is the correct word for it. A lot of you turn into just hysterical human beings when it rains in California. I had somebody go door to door yesterday and hand me a pamphlet. Sir, do you live here? Yes, I do. (laughs) How are you? Well, I'm good. I would like to hand you this pamphlet on what to do if it floods tomorrow. I go, you're predicting a flood? Well, you just want to be ready. I'm like, sir, thank you, but we've killed a lot of trees now because it's going to rain, and maybe that will regrow the trees. I don't know. It's a pamphlet. It's going to, right, I got a pamphlet. 
Because it's going to rain. Not a flyer. Do you want to know you why? Get a full-on pamphlet. Like the rest of the country's got a lot of opinions about California. The only one that I really want to hear that I think is funny is what happens when there's weather. Yeah. We really lose it. We lose it because it's going to rain. It's going to rain. <laughs> and flooding is a real deal. Yes, and, it is. Know, and be and, careful out there. And, and, and I may be apologizing for these words yes. tomorrow if there's a flood and, and, and there's all kinds of problems. But Travel advisory. They are asking people not to travel until tomorrow night. And yet, today, my, my trip, many people are heeding that. Couldn't have been a nicer commute for your boy today coming oh my from the gosh. East Bay. Oh, my gosh. Downright pleasant. Kids going back to school today, so they were all running late, and it was raining. Uh, so, of course, they all are, uh, you know, wimps, and they all want to ride to school. And, of course, I'm a wimp and a softie, so I gave it to them. And, uh, I, I, like, I couldn't believe, I'm like, I texted you guys. I'm like, I'm running behind because yeah. my kids are soft, and so am I. And uh, And then I got here at the normal time. Uh, because there's nobody on the roads. Yeah. And I assume that that's because it's raining and so everyone's hiding inside. Yeah, and just be safe out there, everybody. Yes, of and, uh, you know, take, uh, take care of uh, your sandbagging if you need to sandbag. So, speaking of sort of uncomfortable opinions and whatnot, I, uh, listen, um, I was thinking about this Bengals Bills thing. And the first thing we want to say, which I'm both hesitant to say, but also thrilled to say at the same time. There are reports starting to filter out that things are headed in a very positive direction for DeMar Hamlin. Signs of progress. So I'm really thrilled about that. Like, I'm overjoyed. It's almost emotional to even say that out loud after what's happened over the last 48 hours. But I hesitate because I don't know. Like, it's a medical thing, and, and things can take a turn in any direction at any time. But there are positive signs. There is progress um, even the one report that we do know for sure, which was that his uncle spoke last night right. to reporters and stated that at the beginning, he was not breathing at all. Like he needed 100% of the intubation process. It was all on a breathing machine. It had been moved to 50% as of yesterday afternoon. And there have been further encouraging signs since then. So that is wonderful. And first and foremost, obviously. Yeah. The second part of this is not anyone's opinion necessarily about what the NFL should do with all of this, but more sort of an opinion about what the NFL will do about this. I firmly believe that they're going to play this game. I have no idea when. I have not heard any scenarios thrown out of like, well, maybe we'll do this or maybe we'll do that. Yeah. I think the likelihood is the NFL has probably already gone through all their scenarios but they're not going to say anything publicly yet because they would like the DeMar Hamlin situation to get further along, Absolutely. further away from Monday night, and maybe get more positive news before they do this. But I think it has given us enough time to start thinking about the trickle-down effect of missing a game like this with two of the top three teams in the conference. And I know we, like, no one wants to say it out loud yet because it's right. you're right. The football doesn't matter, except for that it does to them. Like Mike thought that and I and by go- them you mean the Bills millions and the Bengals of people and, and their fans and their fans and their employees and their executives and their coaches and the blood sweat and tears that goes into getting themselves to this point. I keep falling back to this, and I, I wonder what you think, Debs. Like the Bills and the Bengals, the same people who wanted to get the hell off the field that night. I promise you, if you asked each and every one of them today, they would say, "Yeah, at some point, right." 
We got to play this game? Yes, and I, I think privately they would say that. Publicly, everyone, you know, we're all of a mindset to say DeMar Hamlin, and it is the first and only most important thing in all of this, him continuing to get better. But when you step away from that and the prognosis of him getting better slowly but surely, that's great. The likelihood of him being better quote-unquote, before this game has to be played or before this has to be solved, that's not going to happen. He's not going to get better enough to where he can actually come out and speak and say, yeah, go ahead and play the right. football game. Right. That The likelihood of that happening is very, very small. So you're going to have to make a hard decision. If this was Texans and Broncos, for example, and you had to decide whether or not you were going to resume Texans and Broncos, it's an easy decision. Bye-bye. See you later. You've Bye. got 2-13-1 going up against 4-12. and We don't even have to worry about it. But what you're talking about is massive. You've got the number one seed in the AFC at stake, a bye. Kansas City is a player in this. If Cincinnati wins out, including a resumption over Buffalo, and Kansas City loses, the Bengals get the number one. The Bengals get a bye. The Bengals are looking to repeat as AFC champions. So when all of this settles down, and it is beginning to settle down, and hopefully DeMar Hamlin continues to get better at a rapid rate, this game is going to have to be resumed. Well, I want to just also like set the table for everyone so you understand the actual football scenarios. And by the way, how dot, 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 this could end up affecting the San Francisco 49ers. Um, that is a part of this. For instance, Mark Graves on our YouTube feed. And uh, good morning, Twitch and YouTube. Thank you so much for watching and all the comments there. Xfinity Mobile text line. And we welcome your phone calls all the time at 888-957-9570. we got a lot of clear, open space to connect with you all the way up until 11 o'clock when Marcellus Wiley comes on and then cleared to play. We'll get Steph Curry answers and and uh, Christian McCaffrey answers and Aaron Banks answers and all of that coming up with Dr. Brian Feely at 11.30. But Mark Graves sent in a note just now on YouTube. Uh, the NFL should wait until after Sunday's games and hope the seeding works out without playing the makeup game of the Bills and Bengals game. And if that were possible, I would agree with you. But it's not. No matter what happens on Sunday, this Bills-Bengals game will still have an effect, not just on the playoffs, but the one seed. The one seed is at stake. Here's why. If you're not familiar with the scenario at play, the Bills are in a situation where if they win out, they are the one. They are the one. So the Bills have to play that game, also have to win this weekend. They host New England. If they were to win both of those games, they are the one seed. If they were to lose one of those games, that opens the door for the Chiefs to be the win, uh, the one seed simply by winning at Las Vegas. Gee, upsets <clears throat> never happened there. Uh, the Chiefs <laughs> Almost did. You were that, there. Thank you. The Chiefs need to win at Las Vegas. Let's not act like that's a bunny. Have you watched any Chiefs games the last six weeks? They play tight games. So the Chiefs got to win at Las Vegas. If they do that and the Bills lose a game, the Chiefs are the one seed. However, should Jarrett Stidham suddenly be a thing and Las Vegas upsets Kansas City, then Cincinnati with a win over Buffalo and a win against Baltimore this weekend, they become the one seed. So there is no scenario, no matter what the Chiefs do this weekend, there is no scenario by which the this game does not need to be played unless the only scenario I guess would be Chiefs win. Chiefs win this weekend, Bengals lose to Baltimore. And the Bills also lose. And the Bills also lose. But even then, you're still talking about the two seed, which would right. which would be 
uh, up for grabs based on that head-to-head game between the Bills and the Bengals. And that head-to-head game would then determine who hosts the head-to-head game when those two teams potentially meet again <laughs> in the divisional playoffs as the 2-3 seed. Which is a massive thing. You ever been to Buffalo? I have not. It doesn't look fun in January. No, and Cincinnati has a team that uh, you know is hungry to get back to the Super Bowl where last year they, they left a little meat on the bone, some unfinished business against a now very much beleaguered Rams team. So, unless everything broke correctly this Sunday but even at that you can't at that point on Monday say all right Cincinnati and Buffalo get ready to play you're right. playing you're playing Wednesday in 2 days <laughs> no. this all has to get settled in the next i would say 48 hours in order to determine you know what these teams are going to do from a logistical standpoint cuz Buffalo if this gets resumed they're going to have to go back to Cincinnati and if you if you really want to play this game in a fair way you have to give Buffalo and Cincinnati a whole week, you, unless you want to play it on a Thursday. We're going to give them three days rest to resume the game. Ugh. I think the only way to do this is what our producer Kyle said to us yesterday pre-show. Push everything back a week. Make the Buffalo-Cincinnati resumption week 19 standalone. You could do it on Saturday which would be fine. You don't have to do it all the way on the Sunday. Yeah, whatever. Do whatever. it on the Saturday. Do it on Friday. Both I mean, teams yeah. would then have a full week uh, to get ready for their playoff game, either Saturday, Sunday, or Monday. Okay, so here's what that would mean if that's what happened. Because I agree with you. I don't know how you jam this game into some other day rather than the following weekend. Um, but you're talking about a massive, massive stroke by the NFL if they were to do something like that. Moving the playoffs... An entire week, all of the events that that certain stadiums and cities are, cert- are are preparing for. Yes, they don't know the exact dates, but for instance, I mean, Levi Stadium for weeks now has been thinking there's very high likelihood that either on the 14th or the 15th we're hosting a football game. Uh, well, now I don't know. Is that weekend going to be standalone Bills, Bengals? Do you lose an entire weekend of football? What does that mean for all of the host cities? And what about this? Speaking of the one seed and whoever gets it, this would be true for the NFC as well. And that's on the table for the San Francisco 49ers or the number one team they're going to be trying to beat this postseason, the Philadelphia Eagles. Whoever gets that one seed now suddenly doesn't have a bye week They've got two. Two bye weeks. Inside. And I don't even know if that's a good thing. So in theory, play this out. Let's say the 49ers play this weekend and the Giants beat the Eagles and the Niners beat the Cardinals. The Niners will be the number one seed. They will have last played. Number one. Number one. And they will have last played on January 8th. Now, if the plan you just threw out were to come to pass... On that January 8th game, now you've got the the, the following weekend is week one of, of uh, or, or the following weekend would be Bill's Bengals. Week 19. January 15th. Yep. You're no off. Game. Okay, now you have January, what would that be, 21st and 22nd. Yep. You're okay. off. You got the bye. You got the bye. You're not playing another football game until like January 28th, January 29th. Yeah. So that's when you would... From January 8th to the 29th, three weeks before you strap it up again. And I'm like, 
Is that an advantage or is it a disadvantage? The old rest versus rust. And it depends on your team and your situation. Now, if you look at the Niners and the idea of, you know, Debo Samuel getting fully healthy, that sounds like it might be a positive for the 49ers. Dre Greenlaw getting healthy. You get Banks totally healthy. Everybody gets to be totally healthy. But you got a quarterback, this little rookie quarterback, Mr. Relevant. We dropped the er from uh, his former nickname, and he's hot right now. Do you want to put your QB1 on ice? Like Christian McCaffrey, he's got an ankle, he's got a knee, he's got a bunch of things, my neck and my back. Give him some rest, fine. But the one player that concerns me the most would be your quarterback, who's in a nice little groove right now. Well, I just think with what we know in the history of the NFL playoffs, it sounds great. You're right. The players would be like, sweet. I'm going to go sit down. I'm going to Cancun. Right. <laughs> right. Odell Beckham's like, call me. I'll tell you what to do <laughs> exactly. with your week off. Yeah. All right? Take your shirt off and rent a boat. <laughs> yeah, take pictures. Instagram, it's a thing. So, um, it sounds great on paper. And and I think fans are even like, dude, yeah, like let's get everybody healthy. It sounds great until the other team is up 10 to nothing in the first quarter when you play three weeks from now. And then you're shaking you're, off the rust. Then you're like, holy hell, what the hell happened? Well, they played last week, and they're at full speed. And you've been in your practice shorts, and now it's 10 to nothing at the end of the first quarter, and everyone's looking at each other going, holy hell, we weren't ready to play. And 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 so I don't know is, is my answer. I don't know if that's an advantage. I don't know right now. If I'm the 49ers, I, don't, I do want the two seed just because. I, I know you can go to Minnesota win, but I want the two seed because you already got it. So just keep it. This is the Cardinals. You should walk over them. Go ahead and win this weekend. Uh, hopefully you can do it in two and a half quarters and get some guys out in the second half. That would be my ideal well, scenario. That's the interesting part of it, Mark, because you're playing at the same time as Philly. So Minnesota's going to play, and if Minnesota wins, you don't even care because you hold the tiebreak over Minnesota, but Philly plays at the same time you do. Right. So how much scoreboard watching will be going on? Let's say the Niners go up on Arizona 17 nothing midway through the second, and you glance up at the out-of-town scoreboard, and you see that Philadelphia is in a dogfight. They're down 13 three against the Giants and you go to the locker room at halftime and at that point you're thinking <laughs> pedal to the metal or it's the other way around. You're beating Arizona like you should, 17-6 at the half. You look up, Philadelphia is up 24 nothing on the New York football Giants. At that point, Josh Johnson, get ready. Everybody out. Scrubs in. We're going to be happy with the two. I'm with you because here's the weird thing, though. The weird thing is if something was headed in the direction of the one seed, I mean, let's do something. Weird. What if Philly's getting blown out? That's what, what I'm saying. Yeah. Wait, it's 21 to nothing, and you're like, we can go get the one seed, but you're blowing out Arizona. I guess here's my larger point. I don't necessarily want the 49ers to pull their key players off the field this Sunday because if you're pulling those people off the field and there's the chance they're not playing for four more weeks if they don't play this weekend. Yeah. Now you're really in a crazy rust spot, right? If they didn't play, if their last game, if you're Debo and you're like, no, nah, not let's just not play him this weekend. I mean, this guy would show up potentially in a playoff game on January 28th being like, I am played in eight weeks. Right? And so we always, right? Oh, let them get their feet. There's no time to ease your way right, into, into a playoff, a playoff game. game. Yeah, true. Right? So 
This is all, and look. And this is all assuming that Buffalo Cincinnati gets played week 19 and everything gets pushed. And, and I wonder, Mark. It has if, to. Well, it and, has to. And this is where we have to catch ourselves because one thing we know about the National Football League, <laughs> they don't care they don't about care. their players. So, and this is an interesting one, though, because this is coming off a near death experience for a Buffalo Bills player. Can they really go to Buffalo and say, hey, we're going to resume this game. You're playing on Wednesday. I know you guys all just played on Sunday. No, You're playing on Wednesday. Go resume this game. Go play three and a half quarters in Cincinnati. No, even though I agree with you, look, we know over and over the NFL doesn't have a heart. But in this particular case, they're going to have to at least look like they have one. We know they don't have one. We know they don't. They know we, we, we want the money, right? Uh, and you know what is being really, really, here's a fun one. The NFL, I promise you, is discussing this behind closed doors, and so are all of you. But nobody will take it outside. Nobody takes it outside. But they know that your fantasy championship oh, yeah. all came down to that game. Did you get the Yahoo email? I did not get Yahoo that. I don't have a Yahoo league. I'm in the, I'm, I'm in the Yahoo league, and they sound consolation. I, don't, I think I'm playing for seventh. I don't even know. They sent out a note saying, hey, you know, this is unprecedented. And there's all these different scenarios like... For those of you who do a season-long league and you're banking on week 18 for the points, well, and if you're a week, you know, if your championship is week 18, they had all these like what-if scenarios. Fantasy football is melting down totally because it all came down to that game. This was right. Super Bowl championship fantasy weekend, and these are two of the highest-powered offenses in the whole NFL. So everybody had all those players from Allen to Diggs to Dawson Knox to Jamar Chase, Joe Burrow, Mixon, Joe Mixon. Yeah. Everybody had all those players, and and yes, yes, you're right. None of it matters. No. Except for, yeah, it does, to the league. Like, this is a billion-dollar industry and a multi-billion, and I'm talking about the fantasy side. Exactly. is a billion-dollar industry. And so those conversations, I promise you, are happening behind closed doors. And, and, and that's kind of where my head went yesterday. It's just like, just consider for a moment the avalanche that takes place if they did what a lot of people on Twitter with a heart decided to, just cancel the stupid game. It doesn't matter. Okay, let's go there because you're right. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter. It doesn't matter compared to DeMar Hamlin's exactly. life. Okay, but let's go there and consider what happens if you just don't play that game. Just don't play it. And it starts with, in my opinion, the first group to raise their hand and say, oh, like hell, you're canceling this game. Are the players on the Bills and the Bengals. The Bills especially, But yeah. then it really goes downhill to talk about the snowball, the avalanche of people affected from every other NFL team, right. from everybody in the building with those teams, to all of their fans, to the fantasy nation across the whole world. Who's in the fantasy finals for the 95-7 The Game League? Do you know what? I don't even know. Because you're not in it. Uh, once I uh, leave, I'm out. Stephen Langford and Evan Giddings. Currently, oh. Stephen is down 66 points. He has Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, and Dawson Knox left. There you go. There you go. Langford? Langford does. Wow, he deserves to lose. I mean, the guy <laughs> abandoned us. I didn't know that. Yeah, then you're right. Totally. Cancel the game. I didn't know that. I didn't know that part of it. Yeah, definitely cancel it. He left us, and so... No, no, why E-Dog has been saying, you know what? Have a hard cancel, <laughs> cancel the, the game. game. I mean, look. Giddings, I see right through you. Look, look. 
this is all. No, it's real. These Mark. conversations. Real. I promise you, these conversations are happening, and I actually bet you they've already got their plan. They've got their plan. We just don't know what it is. I yet. think I know what it is. It's uh, they're going to play the game on Wednesday. And whoever loses the game, whoever... Wait, of, today's well, Wednesday. They're playing the game today? No, it'll be a week from today. They're going to play it a week from today. No way. They're going to squeeze three days, it in. Three days after they play a different game? Or Thursday, and whoever... And this will determine if one of those two teams has a chance to be the number one seed, the loser of that game will then have the Monday playoff game. You might be exactly right. But then again... You might be exactly right. If that Kansas, City, makes, if Kansas yeah. City is able to steal the one seed and both teams have to play in that first weekend, then you've got a real problem. Because yeah, you, yeah. can't, you can't have them both play on that Monday. Why not? I guess you could. Why not? Right now you have right. one scheduled playoff game for I the mean, Monday. Why not? Yeah. We're, we're going to mess with the schedule, obviously. So, why not? Yeah. All right. L- listen. Let's get to your phone calls on this. It's not just what you think the NFL should do. It's what you think the NFL will do um, and how this affects not just those teams and obviously not just your fantasy game, but the San Francisco 49ers because another question came up. How important is getting the one seed for the 49ers in this NFC landscape uh, as we get geared up for the playoffs? 957thegameshop.com. Relevant T-shirts, DPOY shirts, hoodies, all the gear from all the shows. 957thegameshop.com. Also, tune into Warriors Live on 95.7 The Game, presented by Xfinity. Supercharge your home with supersonic Wi-Fi, unbeatable internet, only from Xfinity. Your call's next on Withered and Dips. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 